Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Tales of the Transfer Portal, episode five, which actually technically I think qualifies us now for Apple Pods. So you'll be able to hear us elsewhere. Tonight's a special episode. We have our very first guest. Probably, not probably, definitely one of the most polarizing figures on Twitter. You either love him or you fucking hate him. I'm talking about the one, the only, big game boomer, baby. BGB, welcome to the pod, man. What's happening, y'all? Love that intro. Yeah, appreciate you coming on. Uh, I think Dan hit it the best, man. Uh, definitely the most polarizing sports account on Twitter. Like, uh, your rise to fame kind of came pretty quick, too. I remember rocking with you at the start and watching it grow. Uh, Were you with yeah. me at the beginning? Yeah, at the very <laughs> beginning, like, man. About this time last year is when I kind of got started. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was with you. That. Just yeah. Explain to the people. Explain to the people why and how Big Game Boomer came about. Well, so, I mean, I was pretty, uh, during football season, I I just kind of used Twitter just to kind of trash talk with people. And then I just started making these lists kind of when the season was over. Um, Really, to kind of, I'm an OU guy. I went to OU. So, just to kind of troll texas uh fans (laughs) and i I made a list i was like uh schools with more wins than texas over the last 10 years you guys are hokies i think virginia tech's on there yeah you had and um and i did that and it just got a you know a ton of engagement as you've seen with a lot of those things that i put out and it was just uh it was fun it was kind of just kind of cool seeing you know all these fan bases react and just kind of gave me an idea to you know keep putting stuff out there and it's just I mean I had I think at the beginning of like last year I had like 500 followers and now I've got over like 30,000 so it's been quite the ride um over the last year or so yeah that was a really quick rise and uh, I remember when you you first came out a lot of people were like man you know look at this list like who is this guy who the hell's Uh, big game boomer yeah, people. Well, a lot I, of people I, thought Boomer meant like you know, like the OK nah. Boomer, like making fun of the old people. <laughs> I, knew this, yeah. I knew this motherfucker was an OU fan, <laughs> but a lot of people didn't get it at first. I thought it was like super clever myself. So, well, so like if you know, like Bob Stoops when he coached OU, his kind of nickname was Big Game Bob. Yes. So that's just I instead of doing Big Game Bob, I just said, "All right, I'll make it Big Game Boomer." So. That's that how was I, clever. It's kind of how it started, yeah. So, how much time would you say that you know it takes you to put some of these lists together? Man, it really just depends on what the list is. Honestly, if if we're doing like play ranking like players and coaches, I it, I could spend a couple hours uh, working on something, or you know, uh, but it, it really just depends. The some of those tier lists I put together. Yeah. Some some people think I just like throw like logos on a sheet and just put it out there but there is some some thought that's put into those to this list oh we know because i'll be reading them (laughs) and i'll be like yeah this is actually pretty good and then i'll be like wait a minute there it is there's the fucking troll (laughs) (laughs) yeah and like some of the it's such subtle trolling i love to troll so that's why i guess like i love you so much and, like, it's so subtle, but, like, when you get it, it, like, hits you right in the fucking face. And it's <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that. I did that. I don't know if y'all saw that Big Brother, Little Brother. Yeah, thing today. That I put out there today. I yeah, I put y'all as Big Brother um, in st- the state of Virginia just because y'all have just dominated uh, Virginia in football. And I had a bunch of, uh, was it Cavalier or Wahoos or whatever they call them? Yeah, the Wahoos. They're, Saying well, we've got like twenty nine national championships and blah blah blah, I was like, yeah, well, you suck at football, so <laughs> you know, <laughs> talk that shit. Yeah, f- football it was weighed heavily in that <laughs> poll. Lane Stadium North. Yeah, then we just stomped them in basketball. Women's yeah, I know. Was... That arena was rock. 
last night. I had a bunch of kids, students sending me pictures of the student sections. Looked like it yeah. was rocking. So we're moving up the uh, the student section list this week. Uh yeah, yeah. I got us last night. Yeah, looked pretty good to me. Awesome, man. Yeah, that's I appreciate so, that. I put together. So when you when you came <laughs> on Twitter initially, you 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 had big game boomer was your was that your like own personal like original thing and then yeah like how so like and then like you decided to make a list and then it kind of like at what point were you like oh shit i might have something here i'm gonna keep cranking these things out because i'm getting engagement uh yeah i well i started ranking i'm about to do it again i i ranked like i started just ranking players like from like I did like the best quarterbacks, top 100 quarterbacks of the 21st century. And I did that and just, I was like, I can literally do these lists, literally reach out to every single fan base. And um, that's kind of the idea of it is like, I post a list and like every college fan base, I mean, you know, obviously I, do more for like power five schools, but like they, people like to like, just go in and see, okay, what did he say about my school? Um, so it's, it's, it's real cool. So what are your favorite schools to troll? Because I mean, I know our fan base, some of the people like take it super serious and I try to explain like, Hey man, he's trolling you chill out. But like no, what I, are some you, of your favorites, you troll the shit uh, out Virginia tech say. fans, man. They, it, it's funny. Like, it's it's different because i'm on instagram as well and it's like there's different fan bases on instagram that hate me it's and way like different. me compared compared to like twitter like i would i would say like virginia tech fans i don't know i, don't, I think for the mo- for the most part I, I think they really don't they tend to disagree with me but like I, bama is is obviously a fun one <laughs> um because i mean they're sensitive. they're good at yeah and they're they're good at football so you can't really rip at them Chuck E. Cheese uh, pizza, though. Yes, that you know <laughs> oh. that actually you know that you, that's a good list that you brought up. That's kind of the list where I was like, "Wow, let's uh, th- this is fun." The best pizza joint in every college town. Um, I did that list. Yeah, I said Chuck E. Cheese for Tuscaloosa, and it just—I mean, it absolutely blew up. Did um, you put Benny's for Blacksburg? I don't remember. He did. Gosh, okay. I, if I had to tweet. He yeah, did. I, I remember looking correct. at it earlier. If you remember, Benny's is Benny's is basically like the biggest fucking slice of pizza you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> like they yeah, bring well, it I remember out, one slice is on two pieces of like two the like, New York style pizza. Yeah, nah, bigger than that. They put it on like two, two or three plastic pl- like paper plates, like one slice. Yeah, it's huge. It's it's crazy. <laughs> well, I remember I put I did like the best overall restaurant. And I put McAdoo's for Blacksburg and just got a ton of pushback from Hokie fans about McAdoo's that. McAdoo's is a staple, though. Stuff. It's not the best, but it's it's like you go to fucking McAdoo's if you're in Black. Like, it's just a, a, it's a vibe. Like, yeah, that really wasn't sucks, even a bad but the food is good. Yeah, no, nah, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad about that at all. Um, so, <laughs> so how do you get – like, how do you know so much about all the schools, like – Obviously, you have to ha- have a way to get information to make these lists, right? Like, yeah, crowdsource it, or I mean, I've got, I've got, I mean, basically, I've built up a network of people on every single fan base, um, where I kind of I mean, with like restaurants, I have no idea. I mean, I've been, I haven't been to every college town, um, so I'll ask a Virginia Tech, you know, account, hey, what's the best restaurant in Blacksburg? And for some of the stuff, I'll ask like multiple fans just to kind of get an opinion. Yeah. Um, so that that's kind of how I do that for like college towns and restaurants and and stuff like that. But I mean, with football, you know, football is the main thing. That, you know, college football. I mean, I I spend a lot of time watching the football. So I mean, like ranking players and coaches, I really just do that by myself. I don't really get any feedback from anybody yeah that one's just you know enjoyment as well you you watch it so much you got a feel for it yeah no it's it's fun for sure speaking of of trolling fans and fan bases and you know you get you get a lot from virginia tech fans um 
let's just get right into it. Who would you say in the Virginia Tech fan base is probably the biggest bitch that you've you've encountered? Like, who's the softest? <laughs> like, well, didn't I make a like most sensitive? I, I did made like a most sensitive fan base from every. Yeah, yeah but I. I felt like you were probably just like, yo, Joe, who should I put? And he was like, oh, man, do B-Fish. No, I, like, keep, whoever. I, hey, I keep receipts. He does. So I, 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 I can't, I don't have the list in front of me. I, I have to know who it was. Um, Do you get a lot of WVU hate on Instagram? I feel there's a lot of WVU fans on Instagram because Instagram is like, they say it's like Twitter for people who can't read. So in WVU, people can't really read, so. <laughs> I didn't know if like you got a lot of like oh man nah don't say that about us like type deal. Uh, man uh, to be honest I get I get it from I get hate from from every fan base I mean and, and it's like it, it changes it's like one day Auburn fans you know love what I'm putting out and the next day they hate me I mean it's like it's hot and cold with it, with really every fan base and that's kind of the the count is like, I mean, I try not to be biased. I mean, even OU, I'm, I'm an OU guy. OU fans get livid with some of the stuff that I put out. It's, uh, I see some of the responses to your tweets, and I mean, you get tons of reactions, and like <laughs> some of them, like they, you're right, they do get so <laughs> livid. I'm like, I'm like, man, these people are gonna like start mailing shit to his house and like. Like, how you do you handle the, some of that? It's yeah, hilarious, I mean, man. It's hilarious. It, it's you ever like, have, do you ever have suck my dick queued up in the tweet and then you, or something like that and you just delete it because you know you can't send it? But like, no, I never, I, I, I never, you're just prepared. I mean, very rare, never, very rarely will I quote tweet like someone talking crap about me. Um, but, uh, no, I mean, it it's just it's it's hilarious like how i mean and it's awesome how passionate people are about their schools i don't think we have this in like the nfl or the nba or major league baseball um it, it's it's just fun and i feel like that what you know what i do those lists that I crank out it captures a lot of that um and that's what's so cool about it yeah, I feel like you bring the Harvey Updikes out of Twitter. Like, like I'm, like I see those responses. People just getting absolutely <laughs> rabbit. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I this try, gonna go poison some trees. If yeah, if you had trees, they would poison. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, it's like yeah, it kind of like turns into like a message board, a human like message board on Twitter. Um, and Instagram's even is even better sometimes. Um, sometimes tweets that I put out on Twitter don't get as much engagement as they do on Instagram and vice versa. It really, it's hit or miss. Yeah. They're completely two different worlds. Yeah. Now, now do you have like a graphics background? Like some of the no. graphics you put out are pretty impressive. So it's all self-taught. I, I appreciate that. I literally just did it uh, on yeah. my computer one day, just cranking out, you know, you like use Canva, uh, you know, Microsoft Excel. Um, I, I have no graphic designer background. Wow, that's if pretty I, if impressive. I, if I did, if I did, you know, uh, th- th- it, th- they probably wouldn't look as, you know, unique and original. Because <laughs> they're just they're simple. They're straight to the point. Um, yeah, that's true. You got your own brand. Yeah, I, I, I don't think so. I actually think that like your list, the way that they're edited, I think it's like a really good, it's really good for branding because if you see one, you don't confuse it for espn or fox sports news or whatever you're like yeah that's bgb like you know immediately yeah, yeah you're not you're not out here on that a darn shifter shit you you got your own you're not trying to fake child the, the social media world you you want them to know it's it's bgb yeah and people a lot of times like someone will put out a list and like they'll tag me like hey this looks like big game boomers list it's pretty funny what yeah imitation would... is the uh largest form of flattery is that how that one goes yeah yeah i do see people every once in a while and like we'll be in the chat you know and every once in a while people will be like hey man this guy's trying to copy your whole flow <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah 
like that that's how you know you made it when you got people trying to knock you off yeah no there's a lot of that so is there a, is there a particular moment that sticks out to you like as like when you were like man this is really really cool like like somebody like an interaction that you don't think you normally would have gotten if you hadn't started this account or like somebody used your list or like there's just like a yeah yeah man comes to mind. Uh, yeah i mean when you start seeing coaches and players and you know big big time writers uh, you know the, the official accounts for schools starting to use your stuff as you know content that's when it really kind of hits you like whoa this is this is really blown up um that and that's what's it what's so cool about it is seeing like you know those accounts and coaches and players uh, you know just you know retweet your stuff i mean it's just it's really cool yeah uh, actually uh, one of the really awesome ones to see here recently is uh shane beamer loves big game boomer <laughs> yeah Oh, Shane Beamer's a man of the people. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's... I rock with Shane Beamer heavy, heavily. I have my own personal story. But, like, and seeing him like BGB, I'm like, man, this guy just gets it, you know? Well, he's, yeah, Shane Beamer, look, like, people were not high on South Carolina last year. I was. Because, yeah. And, yeah, they went 6-6, six and six, but, like, everyone thought they were going to win, like, two games. And, you know, Beamer, he coached at OU, so I knew what he was all about before he took the Carolina job. Um, you know, he's, he's just got, he's just got, he's got it. He gets it. Um, and you know, I'd say him and Lane Kiffin are probably two of the most engaging, you know, social media experts of the head coaches in college football. Yeah. They're really revolutionary and, you know, and they're in field there because, you know, they get to Twitter, they know what's hot, they know what's going on and they find mm-hmm. a way to kind of corner that market and yeah. they don't really have much competition. You know, and you're looking around, and everybody else is begging their coach to do that. Like, would yeah. you coach Cheetah out a tweet? You know, Co- Coach Cheetah. Yeah, yeah, like Dabo and uh, Saban. Oh, I mean, yeah, they don't. Saban Saban doesn't need a Twitter account. He can. But yeah, uh, like... yeah you, you know who sees all those tweets? You know who's on Twitter are recruits. Yes. And, you know players, and so they see all that stuff. So I think it's. I mean, uh, you got to be on Twitter if you're head coach, and they get it. Yeah, it and, resonates with them really heavily. So, yeah. Being an Oklahoma fan, uh, you guys saw Shane, he came there, you know, after being with us, obviously. And Yeah. What What did you guys think about, like, did you think Tech should have hired him? That's the question I wonder about, you know, what Oklahoma Tech, fans think. Um, I mean, I thought that, you know, Virginia Tech would definitely go after Beamer. Um, but from what I understand, he's really comfortable in Columbia and I, you know, especially only being in being there for, for a year and kind of having the kind of year that he had going six and six or seven and six. Um, I just, I didn't see him being a serious, uh, candidate for, to coach at Virginia tech. Hey, that's fair. But and yeah. now I think he's kind of elevated the stock and he's obviously doing all the right things and, I kind of hope to hear him on the Big Game Boomer podcast one day. Um, yeah, I'm going to try and get him on there for sure. Hey, why don't you tell us a little bit, a little bit about the podcast? Yeah, that's another thing that's cool is, uh, yeah, so I just started this podcast uh, like, a, I guess, a month ago or so, right after the season ended. I was, yeah. was going to start before the season started and just, you know, had a bunch of things going on. But um, it's just, you know, kind of a podcast chatting like we are right here. Um you know, having players and coaches uh, come on the show, media guys. Um, like I had Brandon Marcello on there a couple weeks ago. Um, I had the head coach of Northern Illinois, Thomas Hammock, awesome dude on there. Um, you know, A.T. Perry, uh, wide receiver from Wake Forest, he was on there. So just kind of just a kind of a cool just college sports chat. And we'll do stuff for basketball and even softball, baseball. I, I mean, I, it's just kind of a hub for college sports. Yeah. So, I can't wait to, you know, just watch it grow. Just like watching your account grow. I really enjoy it. And I, I can't wait to see uh, who all comes on there throughout the year, man. I think you're going to have some yeah. big names. Like you're already starting off hot. Those are really connected people, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, no, we'll, we'll see where it goes. 
I mean, you're on our podcast, so you fucking made it, buddy. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to be doing softball, you should because it's actually the third most watched college sport. In softball, uh, yes. Softball is the most underrated sport in college athletics. And those Hokies are balling, baby. Not as balling as much as the Sooners. I kind of hope that we meet at some point, you know, in the tournament and play. What are y'all ranked right now? Oh, was it seventh? Seventh. Yeah. I mean, they started out undefeated with the weekend in Florida, so. Yeah, we're 5-0 and right now. Okay. Well, maybe you'll get to Oklahoma City. We'll see. Dude, that would be awesome. If that happens, Dan and I will be there. We'll come come out. We'll come out. Nah. College World Series, we're doing it. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we have to watch BGB the game with BGB. And Tales from the Transfer Portal live. <laughs> <laughs> no, if that happens, we got to come out. Uh, no, nah, thanks. I'm down. There's yeah, actually no doubt. Actually, I visited Oklahoma State when I was picking out schools. And I remember there being like a little minor league baseball team over there. Yeah. No, we've got – yeah, we there's a uh, minor league baseball team uh, in Oklahoma City. But, yeah, they've got the – I mean, it's just – the big softball stadium that house the tournament it's it's cool that'd be really good so so tell us a little bit we don't know a lot about you know the oklahoma fan base obviously or even like the campus like what's some of like the best places to eat out there like what's oh you got rocking oh you know we've got um very good mexican restaurant terry humara's one of the best uh you know we're we're kind of you know we've got southwestern food uh, Louis is kind of my go-to down on campus corner. Um, but, uh, yeah, Norman, Norman's a cool college town, you know, if, and if you come, if you come out for the, so- to, to the, uh, softball tournament, Norman's like 30 minutes South of Oklahoma city. So, so you should check out Norman. So you go like past broken arrow and no, 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 that's uh broken arrows in Tulsa. Okay. Uh, Tulsa. Okay. Yeah. Norman is just South of Oklahoma city. Okay. It's a suburb of it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. We're yeah. going to have to explore this a little bit, man. Yeah. Kind of it's damn it's cool, cool little college town. So what'd you major in there? What is, you know, like what's your, you know, your day gig? What? Yeah. Tell us so, a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So I work in, uh, in finance and that's what I majored in. So, um, that's kind of what I do during the day. And then at night I, kind of crank out these lists after I get my son down and uh, it's just kind of turned into a routine really where I, I, I put these lists together, um, you know, at night and then get them just kind of tweet them out kind of just w- whenever I kind of have a chance during the day. What do your coworkers think? Do they follow you on Twitter? And no, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> You they think may, they would be shocked? Maybe they, maybe they do. You probably prefer them to not even know about you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get it. No, absolutely, yeah. So it's kind of cool to have you know a separate life from that. It's fun, yeah. It's a good release, right? What, yeah. What's no, the no. Cr- what's the craziest DM you've gotten? <laughs> P- positive and negative. Well, I mean. If I could get my, if I could go out of this screen, I'd find some of the crazy ones. But I mean, just, you know, the kind of, you're an idiot. You know, you don't know anything about my school. Um, Kentucky fans I've noticed have sent me a lot of just salty DMs. They can read. Um, <laughs> yeah, Lexington, I guess. Oh, I guess so. I mean, I, I guess um, they got Siri, you know, talk to text now. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, I get, uh, and Instagram's even funnier. Some of those DMs that I get, um, you get the SEC I feel like, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I send you guys some of those, some of them that I get, <laughs> um, they're, they're, they're hilarious. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, a, a typical like SEC, every SEC fan base just gets so, you know, riled up over that stuff that you tend to get the most from that from all them you guys are about to be in the sec fan base man oklahoma's yeah. coming in how do you yeah. all feel about that you happy yeah no it's uh you know i think lincoln riley didn't want to play in the ac in the sec but uh 
no, I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, I think the Big 12 is kind of watered down right now. And, yeah. um, you know, not just for for uh, for football. I mean, football, it's great. But, I mean, every sport, really. I mean, look at the SEC right now. They're killing it in college basketball. And even Which they like, never really did before, you know. Yeah, no. Like, when I was growing up as a kid, like, it was the ACC that was the, you know, the dominant conference. And now it's just like the SEC was a joke 10, 15 years ago. And it's just, it's crazy how like the success of those, of football, you know, it brings in so much money that you're able to invest in the other, you know, other sports. Um, and that has an impact, uh, you know, you're able to win more when you, when you have better facilities. Yeah, it was like it was really even hard to watch SEC basketball. This, the yeah, bad teams no, still are like like don't watch no joke, Like I'm, I'm from Atlanta, and like they had the SEC tournament in Atlanta when I was a kid, and like we like skip school on like Thursday or Friday, go down to the tournament, me and some of my buddies, and like no one would be there except for Kentucky fans. <laughs> they were the yeah they were the only <laughs> decent school. Yeah, and, and like now it's like. He got Auburn and, you know, Tennessee and LSU and uh, even Alabama's decent. I mean, it's yeah, it's uh, pretty wild how much it's changed. Yeah, I see uh, you give Bruce Pearl a lot of love. He's a he's a fan favorite, I see. Yeah, too. no, he, I mean, he's just a hard guy. I mean, I know he got in trouble for some recruiting violations at Tennessee. But he's just a hard guy not to like. He, he's another guy to me that gets it. Yes, you know, I agree. You you don't you, you got to if, if you're going to succeed at a you know a school that is not a traditional basketball school, you got to get your students involved. You got to make that atmosphere at that stadium just absolutely lit. And you know, he he gets it. He he fi- finds a way to get those students excited and he's brought in some great talent. So uh yeah, no. Auburn's been a fun team to watch this year. Yeah, they really have. And, you know, Arkansas knocking them off was pretty cool. We saw that the other night. And, but you really hit that with Bruce Pearl. There's only probably a handful of coaches across all college sports who are kind of like that and just get it on the, you know, that extra level, you know, to engage. To, yeah. to engage. Yeah, I, no doubt. I think they're, yeah, I think Bruce Pearl's really onto something. So you like, you like watching softball. Uh, you're from Atlanta. Tell us about yeah. that a little bit. Like, what yeah. got you to Oklahoma? I, so I, you know, I grew up in the South, um, didn't want to, uh, go to like, um, I grew up a Clemson fan, uh, Clemson just so expensive, um, out of state. And so I visited Norman, uh, just cause I, you know, OU's, you know, you know, you know all about OU and I, I came out here and, uh, visited Norman and, it just kind of it, it's like this place is awesome. So I just, you know, I was like, hell, I'll go to school here. And so that's kind of how I ended up here. And, you know, the rest is history. Yeah, that's actually really cool. And then you decided to stay out in Oklahoma. You yeah, loved it that well, yeah, I lived in Denver for a few years back here. Um, yeah, after I moved back here in what, 2019, I think. So I've been living here for three years now. Oh, nice. Right before the housing yeah. boom. So you hit it. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's just yeah. at the right time, man. Yeah, exactly. So being a Clemson fan growing up, man, like that was probably kind of wild to see their rise back up the ranks. Yeah. Yeah. No, you, you still um, keep up with them, obviously. Yeah. It's it's funny how, you know, I leave and go to school and like at about that about about that time, uh, you know, Clemson, they, they, you know, win a national championship and start getting really good. Whereas when I was a fan and going to school games, I mean, it was like, man, these, uh, you know, every, you went to every game, not knowing whether or not they were going to win. Yeah. Um, it's just funny how much it's changed. Yeah. The whole tide turn. Yeah. Tech actually used to wax them. Yeah. Now it's like the other way around. Yeah. No, it's fucking uh, late. Fucking Dabo has a church, man. Yeah, does he really use that for recruiting? Is that like his, you know, his his funnel? What is that? Church? 
Yeah, does Dabo yeah, Dabo has a church they raise money for the team. Oh, <laughs> that's the I, myth. Oh, is, that's the I, rumor is, we hear in Blacksburg. Isn't he? A, I mean, isn't he against paying players against the NIL? Yeah, and I'm kind yeah. of curious to see how sustainable that stance will be. It's now, I can tell you. But let's all right. Look, so you grew up a Clemson fan. Now you're an Oklahoma. You're an Oklahoma fan. They get Brent Venables. So now big game boomer has a big game boner or not. <laughs> Are you excited? Uh, yeah. Brent Venables. Yeah. Kind of no, like your whole I, life came full circle there. Uh, it was definitely wild with Lincoln Riley leaving. Um, but, uh, you know, they got a, they got a good coach. You know, Bob Stoops really should have never, in my opinion, should have never let Venables leave Norman. But he brought on his brother, Mike Stoops, to be the defensive coordinator back in yeah. 2012, I think. Um, and Venables, you know, went and left to Clemson. And the rest was history. So, you know, Venables was the, was the fan pick, kind of who who the fans wanted. Um, so I, I think it's a good hire. And, you know, the guy, you know, Lincoln Riley, when he left, just basically gutted OU's recruiting class for 2022. And Venables like turned it around instantly and was able to get OU to like be have a top ten recruiting class, uh, which is just crazy when you think about it. I think it's kind of amazing myself, and like I think that you might have hit it at the right time because you know Lincoln Riley just didn't seem like the guy to get him over the hump to me. He was the guy to make the playoff every year, get you to the semi, maybe make the title game, but you know I just. I didn't think he was going to be that guy to consistently win it, but you got the foundation there and now Venerables, a proven winner, you know, comes in. I think he's going to be the guy that gets it done. Yeah. I thought no the doubt. timing was actually pretty great. People were mad at Lincoln Riley, but I'm like, you should probably be thanking him. Yeah. Some of the OU fans are a little too salty about him leaving. I had my like 48 hours that I was kind of like, yeah, I, you know what he did. Uh, I don't like it. It's kind of shady, but you know it's time to move on. Um, oh, it was one hundred percent shady. Yeah, you know, like c- taking Caleb Caleb Williams with you, like all oh, that was like predetermined. I, I mean, nah, let's be honest. Caleb Williams happened weeks after Lincoln left. I mean, you still had a lot of dominoes to fall. Like Jackson Dart was still there, and then he ended up leaving, and then it was like. Where's he gonna go? Da, 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 da. And then Caleb, he he committed kind of late for me to be like, oh yeah, Caleb was always going to USC. But I mean, you never know what they had to work out. You can't yeah, really. I, think, I mean, the beat you got the beats in IO and it's Southern California. And, I mean, if I'm nothing against Norman, but Southern California girls as a stud college football player is kind of appealing <laughs> to me. Yeah. And you only have to really beat Oregon to get in the dance. Yeah, you don't know. It's to, it's definitely yeah. an easier path to the college football playoff. Now, I think, I like, I think Lincoln Riley will win there. I think he'll make it to the college football playoff, but I think he'll just get absolutely blasted when he goes up against an SEC defense or an Ohio State team. Um, just because the Pac-12, they just don't get those guys in the trenches, and that's the that's the dark secret of the SEC yeah. is is they get those uh you know big offensive line defensive line guys that that you just don't see in any other conference and you know so he'll have success but you know it'll kind of be like OU where he gets to the playoff and uh doesn't you know win a playoff game or win a national championship yeah i think michigan this year like what they were this year is probably going to be like his ceiling at USC yeah that's kind of where I see it. So, growing up a Clemson fan, uh, tell us how much you knew about Tech and, like, you know, kind of what you thought about Virginia Tech. Well, yeah. So, Virginia Tech, um, you know, I remember when you guys came to the ACC. I remember when Virginia Tech and Miami and Boston College, maybe one more school at the time, joined the ACC. I was like, this is a home run for for the uh for the ACC you know because that, that was back when Miami was just you know was m- the Miami that everyone 
you know, remembers yeah. winning national uh, titles. Yeah. When Virginia Tech it had Beamer and was just kind of at the height of it. Um, and it's like, so, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I remember there was a, I think there, there was, so we play, so Clemson, we, uh, Clemson played you guys on a Thursday night um, when they were like ranked in the top 10. And it was one of the first couple of years that y'all were in the ACC and just got, uh, you guys, the Hokies just skunked uh, Clemson. Uh, I can't remember what year that was, but it was. Um, I think that was like 07 or 08. 07. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I was a little, I mean, I think I was in middle school, but yeah, Sean I, Glennon I, was our quarterback. Yeah. And uh, that's the kind of Virginia Tech that I remember as a kid growing up, but man, it just seems like just over the years, you know, Beamer re- retired, uh, I, you know, the Fuente hire. You know, we all know that didn't, how that turned out. Yeah, um, yeah he's an Oklahoma boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, old failed Oklahoma quarterback. Yep. Um, you know, I just I, – I don't know, man. I, the way things are going, like, you know, Beamer was a great coach. And, you know, great coaching can sometimes, you know – overcompensate for the lack of talent that you have when you're competing and i just don't know god where or how virginia tech is going to get back to that kind of national picture um because they just like their recruiting classes under fuente were just terrible yeah 76 one year yeah i mean that's just you can't that's not sustainable. I mean, Hokie fans, you know, they're, they're used to winning. So you, you, you gotta get, you know, he's just uh pry. You, you gotta, I thought that that was a good hire because that's someone that knows the landscape of that recruiting in that, yeah. in that area, uh, that DC kind of New Jersey, Pennsylvania, that, Virginia. that area where Virginia tech's going to get a lot of their talent from. So, I think that's important, but, um, yeah, we'll see. I, I just, I, I think the way we're headed, I feel like the SEC is just going to continue to, to, to dominate college football. I mean, I don't see, and, you know, people hate to hate to say that, but like, it's the truth. Yeah. And, they're in a league of their own. They're kind of starting to separate from the rest of the pack. Yeah. I mean, even you, more than they were, you know, and we, you know, we all hate to, you know, love to call the sec out, say uh, bias that, you know, it's all bias, but like, you just see it when they, they play schools from other conferences, when the games really are on the line and matter, you know, how much more dominant they are. Yeah. They're getting like 85% of the five stars. In the yeah. SEC, yeah. I know? saw like, yeah, I saw Fox, college football put out yeah stat where yeah we're like yeah 85 percent of the five stars of course like almost all of those go to to alabama and georgia but like but even so vanderbilt as bad as vanderbilt is as much as they suck they had the 31st best recruiting class uh in 2022 wow see that's That's, crazy and that's last in the sec so you got 13 SEC schools that are in the top 30 of recruiting. I mean, it's it's just – it's unreal. Yeah, we were only one spot ahead of Vanderbilt, and I think we were like the fifth best team in the ACC in recruiting. Yeah, Vanderbilt. Yeah. They're horrible. <laughs> yeah, not even a good I, team, you know. Yeah. Um. So, and, you know, with OU and Texas going, I, I think it's just going to – it's going to get even, even, even worse. I um, am actually really excited uh, about OU and Texas joining the SEC. What do you guys know? Kind of like what division each school is going to be in yet? Or I, I mean, from everything that's been put out, it sounds like they're going to go to some sort of pod uh, structure. Okay. Um, which is like, and from what I've this, I've seen, it's like the pods are going to be. I think OU and Texas will be in the same pod with Mizzou and Arkansas. And then those four teams will play each other every year, and then they'll rotate who they play uh, 
you know, every year to kind of get to play some other schools. Not to sit, yeah, not have to play the same teams every year, like just, you know, in a division. I like that a lot. So Oklahoma, you guys are big brother in your state. Is who's the little brother? Is it Oklahoma is it OSU? Is it Texas A and M? Yeah, it's it's Oklahoma State. They're the little brother. I mean, uh, f- football wise, definitely, uh, they have a ton of na- uh, wrestling national championships that they'll. Oh yeah, John Smith, the goat. Yeah, but uh, you know, we OU's won like ninety percent of the games that they've played against Oklahoma State, and they've only they've played over like a hundred times, so. Wow. It's a very, very lopsided rivalry. Wow, they are a little brother for you guys, man. Yeah, that's kind of like UVA with us. We've, I think, out of the last twenty three, we've won like twenty one or something crazy like that. Yeah, no, y'all, yeah, have dominated Virginia. Yeah, we we had a real run there, like nineteen straight at one point. Yeah, that that took, was absolutely uh, nuts. One day to to knock that streak off. Yeah, it took. <laughs> The worst coach in P5 football to, to break that. <laughs> and yeah. even at that, they could barely do it, you know? Yeah. So that's it's all psychological. I when think. he was getting, when Fuente was getting big at Memphis, did you guys kind of think at Oklahoma, like, oh, maybe one, the, one day this guy's going to cycle back? Or what, what, what do you all think about Fuente? Yeah. I mean, he's not, he's, I mean, he did a good job at Memphis. Um, you know, it just it didn't work out uh, at uh, at Virginia Tech. I mean, that's just it. College football—it's such a hit and miss on coaches. Um, you got and you got to have alignment. I, I think it's very important to to uh, you know recruiting is is the key. And I, I just if you're gonna coach at you know in a, a you know at that level power five level, like at a Virginia tech or Clemson or Miami, you've got to have a knack for recruiting and just point. I don't think Fuente had it. Um, yeah. He, he just didn't fit our area either, you know? Yeah. And he didn't like to recruit really that well. It's kind of weird. Like that doesn't yeah, work out now. I like Dan Mullen. Yeah. Yeah. But, he's, he's like very similar to Dan Mullen. Yeah. I uh, just, you know, talk about recruiting all day but i mean it, yeah. it it is the bread and butter of college football i mean the games are won in the off season when they're visiting these kids houses and uh you know trying to pitch to get them to go to their school yeah and i do got to give you a shout out by the way everyone should know bgb did tell me that the rams would win the super bowl <laughs> yep i did tell you that on sunday i i got to give you some credit where it's due you told me that. I actually bet that way. You actually made me some money. I listened to you. So. And also, fuck Justin Fuente. He's a clown dick. <laughs> actually, I would be curious to know, because I know you put out, you know, like weekly matchups, who's going to win what. I would be curious to know, like, if we went back through history and looked, like, what percentage of those would hit if I just strictly followed BGB betting guidelines? Like, well, I feel like it's probably pretty high. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I, my, I just straight up pick the games. I don't base it on yeah. the spread. No, no. Absolutely. Um, but, uh, we just went straight money line. Yeah. No, I, 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 every week I pick a couple of upsets that I think will happen. Uh, but then, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think if I went back and looked, I think I got at least 75% right every week. So you heard it here first. Listen to BGB, not only for humor and less, <laughs> but for your betting <laughs> advice. Yeah, I changed your life. Did you bet on the Super Thanks. Bowl any? Did you, did you no, I man, I just I don't have time to gamble. I'm too busy. I'd love to get involved with it, but is it even legal in Oklahoma? Like sports betting? Um, no, I don't think it is. Oh wow, I've done, I've done the like DraftKings stuff and FanDuel. Um, but yeah, I don't know what you, you guys do. Like bet through like Bovada or something. Nah, I use the FanDuel Sportsbook. Okay. Yeah, I got FanDuel and I got Caesars. I like get my Caesars points for when I go to Vegas. Yeah, I don't think I don't I, I don't think you know, we can just do the in Oklahoma, you you can just do like the where you pick the lineups and 
do that. I don't think you can actually. Yeah, daily fantasy. Yeah. yeah, daily fantasy. Can you go to like the reservation casinos and, and do they have sports books there or no? I, you know, I don't. No, they don't. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. They're trying. I know. I, I, yeah. I actually saw something about the governor was trying to get that, get that changed. But uh, I believe yeah. Oklahoma just recently was able to have beer stronger than three percent too, or some shit. Yeah. Now, for the longest time, people were driving down to Texas to get that six point beer. Really, y'all were on the low test, huh? Yeah. You finally got that premium. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Actually, I drove through Oklahoma over Thanksgiving. We were going down to Texas to see some family, and uh, I actually saw like a lot of those cool little casinos, man. Like on the side of the road, I kept saying, "Like, man, I'm going to stop at one of these next time." Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're it's crazy, man. Those uh, Native American tribes have a ton of money. They just pop up. Those casinos just pop up everywhere, and those 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 aren't cheap. No, you got a recommendation? <laughs> Which one should I hit? Like, oh gosh, I'd go down to uh, Windstar. It's off I-35, like down by the Texas and uh, Oklahoma border. And uh, that's a good one. Hey, I'm, I'm actually going to do that because we go through Oklahoma, then down to Dallas. So I think we're on 535 there. I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to take that recommendation. So, so Dan, you got any more questions for BGB? I think I'm, I think I asked all the important ones. All right. So, BGB, just to give you a heads up, man. We do something called Beef of the Week. Beef of the so, Week. Okay. Yeah. So we find the best, or we talk about some of the best like arguments on Twitter. Have you have you seen any on your timeline this week? Anybody reacting with you? Oh, uh, like a specific person? Yeah, specific person. Um, gosh, like, man, I I could go and look. I I, I mean, I, I you could basically just say the entire Utah fan base <laughs> has been coming after me last since the, this uh since about lunchtime today yeah you've been catching <laughs> hell from them <laughs> yeah do you have to like do you have to mute tweets by the way um no i i mean i i i check the notifications it, it's it's fun for me to go back and look and see what people have said um but yeah sometimes i sometimes i will um but yeah, Utah fans are not happy that I said BYU was the big brother uh, in the state of Utah. Ooh, they took that to heart, didn't they? Yeah, they were pretty fired up about it. Is there a specific <laughs> fan base that comes to mind that you never want to smoke with or you don't care? You you fight for your life every day. Um, Yeah, man, no, no fan base is safe. I love that. I respect That's- that, man. Uh, yeah, even the school, the school that I went went to, OU. Man, here is a good one. Your perception would be false about BYU. This is why Utah fans stalk Twitter for anything <laughs> referencing BYU at all times and all places where they may be at. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some crazies. I'm, that's on B for the week for me, man. <laughs> there was, uh, God, there was. Uh, I forgot. I think I sent an image in the chat, but there was a BYU fan that said that. Uh, or God, where was that? Uh, I, I think it's way too far. But but there was some some BYU fan that was saying, "This guy just says stuff," and like, you know, I was at the Cougar lunch last week, and the BYU uh, some like reporter actually asked Coach Satani. Uh, Sataki, how does it uh, feel to be like ranked number thirteen in most likable coaches in college football, according to Big Game Boomer? (laughs) You know, he answered the questions like, "Well, you know, I I, got to figure out how he answered it, find like a video of it." But sounds like he actually answered it, so that's pretty funny. (laughs) Man, you made it. That's how, like, interactions like that. You know, you made it when the media are talking about you and going off your list. Yeah, you got got the credibility. You got them in a chokehold at that point. But yeah, right. you see, like the New York New York Times, or excuse me, USA Today, writing articles about some of those lists. It's hilarious. It is kind of funny, man. We actually <laughs> like even some of the tech fans have overreacted about it. Like I've seen, it- I've seen, yeah, I know, I've seen some of those. Uh, 
been popping up in some of those Gene Tech message boards. Yeah, the message boards and some of the podcasts that write their own articles. Like I've seen it mentioned <laughs> a place or two. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, y'all gotta, gets y'all people, gotta pay this gets man people stuff to talk about. It does. And yeah. I appreciate that, you know? It makes it lively. Yeah. You, you better collect your coins though. They owe you. You're living rent free. I'm getting there, man. I'm getting there. You won the first. It's all another got. candidate another candidate for beef of the week was there was this idiot I I don't remember her name um exactly, but she uh decided to tweet about Brent Pry at the Commonwealth Cup talking about basically it was some looked like a dollar store trophy and they have real trophies over where it, in and you in Wahoo land and UVA and um it just it, she got ratioed very yeah, badly because Stephanie Sprinkle. Did y'all buy that trophy at Dollar General? Three question marks. She really means it. Because we all know <laughs> they damn sure ain't have any real championship ones like Virginia does for like any sport at Barstool UVA. She got six likes and 50 quote tweets. I'm calling that a ratio. That is a ratio. They so, had that fucking, they had that Commonwealth Cup for like a whole year. And she, and that was it. So she's not used to having it. So you can't blame her for being stupid. <laughs> would, but I this, do, I do blame her for being stupid. So does OU and OSU play for like a, a trophy or a cup or anything? Yeah. Yeah. It's some, um, it's called like the Bedlam trip. Yeah. Cup Battle of Bedlam. Something. Yeah. To go back to like the Civil War. Or- Oh man, uh, I don't know. I think it, we only like recently started doing it. Yeah, Oklahoma pretty cool. Wasn't around in the Civil War. I didn't know. Hey, you had to check, man. I don't <laughs> know. Trying to learn the history. <laughs> no. So, hey, those are beef of the week candidates. Uh, I'm riding with BGB. I'm riding with the guests this week. We kind of got to keep trolling Utah. Mm. I'm riding with them. What do you got, Dan? Man. Stephanie deserves it because she she was stupid. Fix her fingers and type that shit. So, <laughs> what do you got, BGB? Which one you picking? Oh, which one? Either uh, Utah versus yourself or the UVA girl that got ratioed. Uh yeah, we can go with the girl that got ratioed. Although, I mean, I'm I probably got more Utah quote tweets, but yeah, you did. I looked at the tweet. It was, it was popping. It was booming. No pun intended. Yeah. Nice. Well, Hey man, I really do appreciate you hopping on here. That was really cool of you to do. I know you didn't have to do that. Uh, I appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. And every, every week, every week we do an outro song. And when we have guests, they get to pick the outro song so it is your choice sir you have the aux cord pick your song 